0: If there's one thing that we all have in common, it's that you've all probably seen an ad from Masterclass. It's like, out of nowhere, I just kept seeing these unskippable ads on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where there's this celebrity under soft light in what looks like a high budget production set with euphoric classical music playing in the background. I saw the Masterclass ad that featured Gordon Ramsay, and it felt like a trailer for a blockbuster Hollywood film. It's quite captivating, and I guess the rest of the world agrees because that's the most watched masterclass and on YouTube with over 95 million views. It got me thinking as to how all of this even started. What's the story behind Masterclass? Hey everyone, this is Chris Garin if you're new here, welcome to Brand Origins where we talk about stories behind the world's most valuable brands. Don't forget that we upload video versions of our podcast episodes on YouTube so please subscribe to our channel. Just visit youtube.com slash brand origins. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter where we post bite-sized stories of how brands started out called Two Minute Origins so please follow us there as well. Masterclass was founded by David Ruggier and Aaron Rasmussen in 2015. But first, let's focus on David Ruggier. David Ruggier started his entrepreneurial journey early on. When he was 13, he built and sold a search engine for an undisclosed amount. God, a search engine at 13? I think I was busy watching WWE when I was 13. Anyway, Ruggier went on to hold various executive roles while finishing his Stanford MBA. And this is when he ran into Aaron Rasmussen. They had a couple of mutual friends and they suggested that the two meet up right off the bat they were diving into various business ideas and the pair hit it off pretty quickly the idea of masterclass came to Rajir through a story told by his grandmother which he vividly remembers when his grandmother was still living in krakow poland when she was 16 she and her mother went away on vacation and her dad stayed behind for work but luckily for them but tragically for her father while they were away the nazis invaded poland And her father was killed. She and her mother fled to New York City, where she was able to get a job on the factory floor. Aiming for a better life, she wanted to go to medical school. Rogier shares that she applied to around 50 schools and was rejected from every single one of them. She waits a year and then applies again, and she once again gets rejected by all of those schools. So she's absolutely confused as to why they all kept saying no. So then she calls the deans of admissions and asks them why they never accepted her application. Each of them hung up on her except for one. The dean told her, You have three strikes against you. You're a woman, you're a foreigner, and you're Jewish. But Ruggier's grandmother remained unfazed and resilient. She pushed on and kept trying and eventually got accepted into one, eventually becoming a doctor and building a successful practice. David Ruggier shares that he was in second grade when she shared this story with him she told him david i'm trying to tell you that education is the only thing that someone can't take away from you david has since kept this close to his heart i quote i want to build a school that teaches things that people can't take away from others i wanted to create a school that made it possible for anybody in the world to learn from some of the best minds and masters of their crafts so i thought how do we do this affordably where it's not in the thousands of dollars how do you do it in a way for someone like me who is curious and wants to learn And so in 2015, along with Aaron Rasmussen, David Rogier founded Masterclass with the motto, Everyone should have access to genius. When Masterclass launched in 2015, it wasn't necessarily the easiest space to enter. It was coming up against more established competitors like Udacity, which was founded in 2011, and was already at a billion-dollar valuation in 2015. Another player is Udemy, founded in 2009, at a $2 billion valuation. And of course, Coursera, founded in 2012, valued at $1 billion. So yeah, Masterclass was up against bigger competitors who's had a head start. With the rise of these companies in the education technology space, 2015 was dubbed by the New York Times as the year of the MOOC, or the Massive Open Online Courses. But Masterclass had with it an edge. It understood that in order to stand out, you needed to do something different. A distinct value proposition with a clear brand positioning can allow it to not only compete with the others but instead create its own category. Unlike Udemy, Udacity, and Coursera, which allows thousands of instructors, basically anyone, to create their own course using the marketplace, Masterclass only enlists the expertise of only the few who are considered the best in their field. Well, they don't necessarily have to be the actual best but ones who are generally famous enough to be considered as the best. So, you'll find classes by Martin Scorsese teaching filmmaking, Hans Zimmer on film scoring, Sarah Blakely teaching self-made entrepreneurship, and even sports. Yeah, like there's actually a class where Serena Williams teaches you tennis and where Steph Curry teaches you shooting, ball handling, and scoring techniques. Having a lineup of celebrities did more than make Masterclass stand out it was also a killer marketing tool. Since celebrities already have a lot of influence and huge social followings, the word of mouth for Masterclass is incredibly effective. This greatly accelerated the brand awareness of the company. Honestly, the first few times I saw the Masterclass ads, I really thought they were an established company that's been around for years. I guess that's how influential it is to have very familiar and credible people to endorse your brand. Within the first 4 months, Masterclass sold courses to more than 30,000 people. But all of this comes at a hefty price tag. Although Masterclass would not disclose its marketing budget, we can base our estimates on what Masterclass has been doing. Just the sheer volume of ads they're running on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube should definitely cost them a lot. But CEO Rogier did say, if you've seen more ads, it's because they are working but perhaps a bigger expense of their ads is how much they need to pay celebrities to come in and film a course. Sources say that these celebrity instructors are paid around $100,000 up front before they even do any type of work, and then they receive 30% of the revenue that the classes generate. Masterclass is pretty quiet about the details of their agreements with these instructors, but Rogers did say that many of these celebrities do these classes as more of a legacy thing. It's their way of giving back because clearly, even though $100,000 is big money, celebrities do have much more lucrative options in doing this. And to add to this expense, Masterclass also spends a lot on the production of the course and it is hands down by far the best in terms of camera work, lighting, the sound, everything is just top-notch. All of this comes at a steep price because even though a million people have already signed up for Masterclass, the company is still losing money and is nowhere close to the numbers its competitors are in. Udacity for instance has over 11 million users, Udemy has over 10 million, and Coursera has over 30 million users. So Masterclass's 1 million user base, that's very small relatively. Masterclass charges an annual subscription of $180. This is their all-access pass to its library of content. They used to have an option where you could pay $90 for a single class, but they've since scrapped this. Sources say that annual subscriptions are responsible for 100% of their revenues. But then, are the classes even worth it? Not all courses from Masterclass are created equal. The feedback really varies from course to course. But Vox.com perfectly described it when they said that the classes are reminiscent of Tony Robbins' classes, where there is very little distinction between practical advice and motivational superlatives. So some of the classes are actually incredibly insightful and may offer actionable steps. Although some masterclasses give you proper actionable steps, these courses are more of a way to let you take a dip on how these top performers think. It's more of a window into their process, so you don't come in and watch Serena Williams classes on tennis and expect to be a tennis superstar right after. Rather, you get bits on their approach on their craft. Perhaps one of the most popular masterclasses is that of Gordon Ramsay. So much so, in fact, that they had to do a part 2. His class offers a lot of actionable lessons along with recipes that you can try out yourself immediately. Another highly rated class is that of writer Dan Brown. His masterclass actually gives students the proper roadmap on how to turn ideas into a story. He breaks down the steps on how to build tension, how to create characters, putting the story together, and connecting all of those for a killer finale. Interesting to know that the most watched chapter of the class is Chris Voss, former FBI negotiator, and his thoughts on the art of tactical empathy. I actually had a big urge to subscribe to Masterclass after going through the reviews and seeing all the interesting classes. I think the most valuable thing about these courses is that you can ask the instructors questions. So you can either upload a document or upload a video of yourself asking the instructor a question and they'll respond to that question. Despite this, feedback hasn't always been on Masterclass's side. The people who were unhappy with the course said that they're actually entertained and they actually learned something from it. It's just that they can't help but feel that all this information was something that's readily available to them on YouTube for free. And knowing that, it starts to feel like the course is a bit overpriced. Others say that it's a hit or a miss, with some classes being loaded with a ton of practical advice while some were all filled with fluffy motivational sayings. But that's what masterclass is for it leans more towards personal development and entertainment. Think of an educational version of Netflix. If you want hard skills that guides you through step by step, that's when you head to Skillshare or Udemy. But personally, if I had the budget for this, I'd go for it. Cause you can read all the negative reviews, but if you have the extra money, just go for it. I mean, worst case, you'll still learn something. But don't worry, Masterclass is still gonna be around for a while. Today, it's still on a growth trajectory. In May of 2020, it raised another 100 million dollars to capitalize on more celebrity fueled content. It's currently valued at 800 million dollars, but that's as much as we know about Masterclass because David Rogier is pretty silent about how much they spend on marketing. They didn't even share if they're doing better since the lockdowns or how much they pay celebrities. They're quite good at keeping things quiet there. Maybe they should just make a course about keeping your mouth shut, huh? Because it seems like a lot of people need to learn this one skill. But anyway, that's about it guys. Now you know about the brand origin story of Masterclass. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we upload the video versions of these episodes. And remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. This episode is made by Partizan. For brand partnerships, you can find our email in the description. Until the next episode, this is Chris Gurin.